Hi there, and welcome to the Oompal.com podcast. I'm Oli, and for this episode, it is my pleasure to bring to you the newest UPCA National Slow Smoking Champ, Mr. Raymond Likens. Raymond won the title at the Chicagoland Show this year, 2010. The following podcast is made possible by Pipes and Tobacco's Magazine. I found my first PNT magazine years ago on a magazine rack and never looked back. I immediately got a subscription and have thoroughly enjoyed the pages of this great publication ever since. I found my local pipe club through the ads in that issue, and I got on to find some of my favorite vendors, carvers, and tobaccos with the help of this magazine. Find them online at pt-magazine.com. Join their email list, and if you haven't already, for goodness sake, subscribe to this fantastic magazine. The following podcast was recorded on June 21st, 2010. Sit back, grab a pipe, and stay a while. I hope you enjoy. Okay, on the line with us today, we have the UPCA National Slow Smoking Champion, Mr. Raymond Likens. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. As the UPCA National Slow Smoking Champion, what was your winning time? Uh, my winning time was uh, 1 hour, 11 minutes, and 29 seconds. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I really came down to a shootout between me and uh, Stephen Van Poiveld from Belgium. Uh, and, yeah, it was, yeah, and his time was a close second of one hour, nine minutes, and 28 seconds. So we were literally shooting, <laughs> shooting it out. Well, kind of looking to see which one was going to go out first. And I just happened to pull it out in the clinch. Excellent. Now, um, where are you located? Where do you live? I live in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Do you go to the Chicago show every year? Actually, this is my first time. Oh, really? Okay. Have you entered other slow smoking contests? At the uh, Briary, which is our local smoke shop uh, here in Birmingham, uh, we hold a informal contest uh, at least once a year, usually in conjunction uh, with visits from Eric Stokeby. They hold a little uh, mini uh, pipe and tobacco show featuring uh, Eric Stokeby and one of the one of the distributors in our area, and as part of that, they hold a little local uh, pipe smoking contest, and I've won that three times in a row. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it and um, it's it, the way this one kind of works is that it's a bring your own pipe mm -hmm. uh, contest. There's no entry fee. Everybody's distributed a package of tobacco, usually you know, a sample from whatever distributor happens to be uh, featured that day. And, you know, Skip, the owner, uh, acts as a proctor, and he'll announce the times, and we just go from there. And it's a friendly little uh, competition. We've developed our own local rivalry. So, <laughs> uh, and um, so it, having uh, won that uh, three times in a row, uh, a lot of our uh, local friends, my local friends, can you know, encourage me. Well, you know, if you're that great, why don't you go up to Chicago and see how you do there? So I figured, why not? <laughs> and then, uh, first time you go to Chicago, you win. Exactly. That's great. That's fantastic. Um, tell me how those two different 
uh, contests differ. I know that uh, in your local one you can bring your own pipe, um, but uh, tell me if there's any other ways that those those two contests differ. Sure. With the UPCA contest, the rules, of course, are strictly regulated. The uh, contestants are limited to exactly three grams of tobacco. It's pre-measured and measured down. Uh, it's measured down to to the milligram. In addition, the SIPSI and UPCA contest, they distribute you a piece of paper, and every contestant gets, of course, a brand new pipe that's regulation. Everybody has the same pipe. It's and of course, it's not broken in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other difference is also that the uh, UPCA competitions distribute you a tamper. It's usually a wooden dowel, all uniform sizes. There's no metal picks. There's no Donald Diggers or pipe cleaners or anything like that. That uh, wooden tamper is the only thing that goes in that pipe throughout the contest. So if your stem gets plugged up with tobacco, the only thing you can do is inhale deeply or exhale deeply and hope you can clear it or, or clear it with that wooden tamper. Uh, with our local contest, most people bring their own uh, metal tampers or pipe knives or anything like that along with their um, large frame Danish free hands or, <laughs> uh, or, you know, my favorite, my, uh, you know, my, large collection of Kavikis, which I prefer to smoke out of, uh, that, the, that none of that's going to happen at a UPCA competition. Yeah. Um, in addition, the local contest, we usually just use sample packs of Stokeby or, uh, again, uh, and those can vary between three and five grams. So it, so it actually, benefits you at the local level if you bring, you know, your large frame Danish freehand, whereas, you know, three, the, the biggest shock in preparing for the EPCA contest is realizing three grams is not a lot of tobacco at all. Mm-hmm. If you look at, look at it, it pretty much your average size billiard, it may fill about a half of that bowl. Wow. So that was, you know, the whole, you know, that was kind of the, where I really kind of had to change my strategy here in preparing for the UPCA contest was I actually had to get a gram scale Mm -hmm. and figure out exactly how much three grams actually was. And when I sat down and measured it out and realized what that was, I, I realized I had more work cut out for me. Yeah. What, uh, do you have a specific method? You know, that uh, is a difficult question to answer because I'm constantly evolving mm-hmm. the method. Uh, at the UPCA uh, championships, what I did was separate out the tobacco, um, you know, be careful, try to break it down to a uniform size, use the ribbon to pack the bottom, and then everything else kind of going on top. Uh, looking at my performance, at the, I probably shouldn't have done that because what I did was I created two different burning uh, characteristics in the bowl, which I really didn't want to do, so I've scrapped that idea. <laughs> now I'm trying to evolve to something else. Generally, I mean, I just generally use the basic three-part uh, pipe 
camping method and at that point you know just keeping my hand on the bowl to monitor the heat uh, always keeping the pipe in the mouth whenever I tamp even when loading so I know that I haven't packed it too tight or packed it too soft and just try to get as much of a real-time read on what's going on in the pipe as possible mm-hmm. what was your prize my prize, uh, there were several actually. I got a beautiful uh, Le Nouveau pipe from uh, Maurizio Tambari, uh, which was just an outstanding uh, piece of Italian craftsmanship. I saw that pipe and was just blown away. Uh, I also won two trophies, uh, one for the U.S. National Championship and also one for overall first place and a plaque from uh, Bong, uh, Bong Figlioli Pipes uh, saying that was a first-place winner. Uh, as you may know, I am now the third American that has won both the U.S. National Championship and the best overall time against the international competitors. It's now me, Jotham Towson, Jeff, and Jeff Weiner. So uh, going into the competition, did you feel like you had a, a decent shot at winning, or um, did you have butterflies, or you know, how did you feel going into it? Well, I thought I had a chance at winning. I knew it definitely was not going to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination, uh, especially when I showed up into Chicago and walked into the uh, pipe show itself and, you know, one of the first people I see in the distance is Jotham Talzik, mm-hmm. and realizing that there were quite a few other past champions that are going to, uh, to get their titles back. So, uh, you know, realizing the field of the competition, I then I got the butterflies because I was like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, it w- I definitely thought you, there, there was a chance of it, but... Uh, yeah, the, the best I could I could do was, you know, enter and try to control the pipe and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, definitely had the, but definitely had the butterflies going in, no question. What did uh, What did your buddies back uh, in Alabama have to say once uh, they found out that you won? Uh, well, I guess. Uh, my buddy Lawrence summed it up best when uh, he uh, posted on uh, PipesMagazine.com, well, at least I was beaten by the best, so I can't complain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's kind of, it's been kind of funny how the, um, you know, because the briery, you have to understand, it's a lot like Cheers. It's not your regular tobacco and smoke shop. They have a nice uh, room there that pretty much everybody gathers it's about like it's filled with like overstuffed couches and a tv you know right next to the walk-in humidor so it's pretty much like the smoker's version of cheers and you know it's you know the the, both the praise and the ribbing i've gotten (laughs) over the past couple of months a couple uh past few weeks or so it has been amazing but it, but it's all in good fun I, I was really touched by a lot of the support not only from the smoking community but also you know from my local Celtic community that I'm actively involved in uh, just saying okay now we have two champions from the from Alabama you know the, the football team and now you so right. <laughs> that's great with the Chicago championship under your belt 
you're now qualified for an international contest. Tell me about that, and do you plan on attending? I do plan on attending. Uh, as you may know, the UPCA uh, usually takes up donations within the member clubs to send the champion to the national contest. The national contest this year is going to be held at Casino Estoril in Portugal. Well, uh, that sounds familiar. Casino Estoril actually inspired the James Bond film uh, Casino Royale. That was oh, okay. the, that was the that was Ian Fleming's inspiration. So it's a wonderful venue. The uh, Tipsy rules are identical to the UPCA rules, and vice versa. Uh, this time, I'm going to be going up against. They're es- they're already estimating so at least 300 competitors. Wow. Most of these are from the European nations, including Italy, Denmark, Germany, um, Portugal, of course. It's probably going to be contingent from Spain. Um, a lot of the European teams log time, you know, their members log times of two hours, three hours or more. Uh, Gianfranco Ruscala already has showed up as kind of the big facto spokesman he is the current world record holder at three hours 33 minutes and change that's amazing so we're we're, the u.s is going to have a tour cut out for it (laughs) that's for certain um when and how did you begin smoking pipes i started uh really in high school i had a buddy of mine who uh had a fake id and we went to our local big b and he uh, picked up a package of Marlboros, and I tried one, and I said, well, that doesn't taste very good. So we went back into the Big B, and <laughs> I discovered a Dr. Graybell bent apple and got a whiff of some Captain Black vanilla and said, well, that could work. So we got that, and I just kind of went from there. Um, you know, at age 19, I walked into my local uh, smoke shop and picked up a uh, Kamoy and their local English blend. And uh, really, it's just kind of been an ongoing uh, ongoing passion of mine. Do you prefer English blends now? Actually, I've yeah, I kind of started at the opposite end of the spectrum. I started at like the heavy Balkan blends and the English blend. I've now gravitated more towards Virginia Flakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually discovered a new uh, flake tobacco at the Chicago Pipe Show, which I've just been devouring. It's Night Train by Cornell and Deal, which is pretty much a straight Virginia that's been pressed into a block um, with some Perique and you know, some you know, and and some Burley. So usually, like a Virginia Perique Burley or maybe a little bit of Cavendish, you know, in a flake form is generally what I prefer now. You have a favorite pipe that you smoke more than any other? Uh, pretty much anything made by Claudio Kavicki. Um, his, I, I don't know how the man does it. He, you know, the way he selects his briar and can drill everything just absolutely perfectly is just amazing. I have a case full of about five Kavikis that I walk around with and rotate out. Um, my favorite one is my 4C uh, Bulldog, and I've also, you know, got a uh, bent apple and a prince and a billiard and a poker. 
that I, you know, that I smoke religiously. Do you have a favorite tobacco that you smoke right now more than any other? Uh, more than any other, uh, Night Train by Cornell and Deal. Uh, I smoke. Uh, plus, I'll also uh, like uh, Stokeby's uh, Navy Flake. Will you return to defend your title in Chicago next year? I certainly hope to. Um, I've got a chance to actually meet Jotham Talsnick, and he, uh, one of his words to me was that, uh, well, you realize now you've got a curse going on. I said, why? Because there's never been an American to repeat this. There's never been an American to actually have it. We've never had a repeat winner on the UPCA. So I hope to, I hope to be the first. I hope to break the curse. That would be great. Um, do you plan on I, – I know you said that your technique is morphing. Do you plan on investigating um, any other techniques? Uh, well, I'm certainly going to have to do so before Portugal coming out um, because, you know, as I'm examining the photos from past uh, CIPC contests, which is the international organization – uh, I'm realizing that a lot of these, a lot of these Danish competitors, if you look at them after they get done, the the sheet of paper that they're distributed is completely covered in ash, and they look like they've been working in a coal mine. Literally, <laughs> I mean, it's just, they're covered in ash. So, and whereas if you look at the American competitions, a lot of competitors barely use the paper. So I'm looking at this as there's probably something that I'm going to have to do. I'm experimenting with techniques involving, um, you know, repeated ash removal, in a, and you know, it, and I'm going to have to learn how to ember chase if I even hope to compete against the Dane. That's mm-hmm. just how how it's going to work. And eventually, yes, I would. You know, I would like to see you know the Americans start to break the two-hour, 30-minute mark and possibly even be contenders for the uh, new world record. So it's an ongoing process, and there's uh, plenty of things I'm experimenting with to get ready for Portugal and also to uh, break the curse of Chicago. When is the international competition in Portugal? The international competition is coming up this October. I believe it's 9th and 10th, or maybe the 9th or 11th, but it's that week. Okay. Do you have any tips for others trying to perfect their slow smoking chops? Um, really just understand that the pipe smoking competition really is only partially about pipe smoking. I know that sounds ironic, but really it's an exercise in concentrated meditation. The contest is only partially about how well you smoke. It really is about how long you can maintain concentration on a largely intuitive but rather mundane task, if you think about it. Um, if there's one thing that I would suggest before getting into the competition at all, is find out what the contest tobacco is and start smoking in at least two months in advance on a regular basis. Because that's really what made the difference for me in Chicago. Because if you look at look at the Chicago times, there's really only 10 minutes that separates the top five. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the, and the reason for that was the contest tobacco was GLP's Barbary Coast, which is a great blend, but 
it's cut is all over the place. It's cube cut burly with a lot of ribbon Virginias of various textures and, and, and ages. And it really proved to be quite problematic for even a lot of the experienced smokers. But because I had started smoking Barbary Coast for, you know, at least three months prior to the competition, had practiced rubbing it out, how I was going to pack it, how I was going to deal with all those little cubes of burley to be sure that they didn't go up the stem. Um, that ultimately made the difference between first and second. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, and I really appreciate you talking with us today, and I, I wish you great luck in Portugal. Oh, thank you very much, Ollie. It's great to be here. And that was my chat with UPCA National Slow Smoking Champ, Raymond Likens. Don't forget to subscribe to Pipes and Tobacco's magazine, and if you've already done so, join their email list, too. PNT is a wonderful resource that we need to support so that we can keep enjoying the many wonderful benefits it provides. Hey, if you're enjoying these podcasts, consider clicking the donation button over at oompal.com. Any level is greatly appreciated. Drop in a buck, and hey, you've bought me some coffee. At the $100 donation level, you get to choose a monstrosity pipe, which comes with a lifelong ashes-to-ashes guarantee against breakage, bite-through, or burnout. Thanks for listening. I'm Oli with Oompal.com, wishing you very good luck at honing your slow smoking skills so that you can one day compete against folks like our current champ, Mr. Raymond Likens.